I'm Gerilyn Darling. Today is Wednesday, October 19th. Here's a look at Vermont news from vtdigger.org. On Friday, the University of Vermont Medical Center in Burlington issued a warning to Vermonters, don't visit our emergency department if you can avoid it. Instead, it advised people with relatively minor issues to seek treatment at doctor's offices or urgent care centers rather than visit the hospital's overcrowded emergency room. The president of the medical center said the overcrowding resulted from a perfect storm of several healthcare trends condensed into a single day. More than 100 patients sought care on Friday, but the facility had only 53 staffed beds. The challenges are not over. UVM Medical Center and officials at other hospitals across the state said they faced a longer trend of overcrowding in emergency departments and inpatient care generally in recent months. That's on top of the strain hospitals have experienced since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in early 2020. Tenfold Engineering wants to revolutionize the construction of modular structures from Springfield, Vermont's one-storied hub of precision manufacturing. The company is working to build expandable, collapsible, steel-framed buildings that could be used for offices, retail, and housing. Shrinking to the size of a 20-foot shipping container, each unit would unfold itself, making it easily transported and deployed. Tenfold's president said the idea of movable and customizable housing has resonated widely. As housing and construction costs rise, the concept of a comfortable mobile home accessible to its owner becomes more appealing. Perhaps that's why Tenfold has received 30,000 inquiries from interested buyers. In a way, John Little is taking the local housing crisis into his own hands. The president and longtime member of the Missisquoi River Basin Association has purchased and is renovating a building in Berkshire that houses the organization's office. He wants to improve the water quality nonprofit's workspace and also put in an apartment. Little hopes the apartment will be an affordable housing option for the association's staff members, who are part of a service program called Eco-AmeriCorps. Program members do essential environmental conservation work, but they're paid just $21,000 over 11 months of service, making it challenging to afford rent and other living costs. Little said another challenge is that rental units in eastern Franklin County towns, such as Berkshire and Montgomery, are in short supply. Many have been converted to short-term rentals, catering to visitors to the nearby Jay Peak Resort. As he campaigns to become Vermont's next state treasurer, Mike Pichak has faced few political obstacles. Not a single fellow Democrat challenged him for his party's nomination. In the general election, his sole opponent is perennial Republican nominee H. Brooke Page. But Pichak must still reckon with a hefty piece of political baggage. His role regulating the Northeast Kingdom EB-5 projects that became the largest fraud in the state's history. In the years before federal regulators swooped in and shut down the development projects based around Jay Peak Resort, Pichak was deputy commissioner of the State Department of Financial Regulation. By some accounts, he played a key role in untangling a complex fraud that the feds later referred to as a Ponzi-like scheme. But according to his critics, Pichak's failure to take quick action cost foreign investors hundreds of millions of dollars and left them without the permanent U.S. residency they were seeking through their investments. You can find all these stories and more at vtdigger.org.